welcome to yet another episode of Three Beers In, episode number 85. My name is Dom, across from me is an empty seat, and by myself, this is Three Beers In. Now, I knew that this day would come. I knew that there would be a moment where I would be alone with my thoughts for the podcast. Now, there are a couple of um, challenges that I face here. Um, Rob is the control man, so he knows how to adjust the levels and everything on that end. But the problem is I have the soundboard over here. So in order for me to actually run a good show with some nice sounds that we are used to, with the songs and everything fun, uh, I got to be sitting over here. And it's just, <clears throat> you know, I, I have friends down here. Steve's here looking at me. He's a bit of an asshole. Um, I got the Quasimodo over there, the Monsignor. And I also have the uh, crazy-looking Kwanzaa pig down here, too. And, I mean, I guess I could do a brief show. Um, you know, when you tell people you're doing a beer show alone, that means you're... Uh, I guess it means you're drinking alone, but I don't look at it like that. I look at it as I'm drinking with you guys and gals out there listening, because people do listen, which is weird. <clears throat> you have to forgive me. I am still feeling a little bit under the weather. As you know, last week, um, my ears were all clogged and they couldn't see what's going on. Did I tell you about that last week? Again, I'm going to try to make this sound as non-Bill Burr as possible. Because that's the only other podcast that I've ever listened to where the person's alone. There's always someone that's uh, being conversated with on any other podcast that I listen to. Or at least there's a litany of topics that people talk about when they um, when they do their solo casts. Joe Rogan always has a person there and he talks to them for four hours. You can't talk to Rob Obermeyer for four hours because he's, he's an Irishman and the guy, you know... It's just he can come off a little boring. I'm not here to bash Rob, but this is indeed his fault that he's not here tonight. Okay, he has admitted that to me, at least on the, um, whatchamacallit, in a, in a chat. My phone just killed itself. That's not good, because the reason I wanted to even do this show was because of the dedication that I have to the fans, because there are people that listen, religiously, Dedication to the fans, and I really, it would suck if I started Instagram last week, and then the fucking thing lays dormant for two weeks. I mean, I'm trying to create some sort of a buzz on the final frontier for us in terms of social media, which would be our Instagram. And don't forget to follow if you haven't yet, those that are listening. Um, Three beers in on Instagram, just search for it. So, if I didn't tell you last week, last week, or you didn't listen, go listen, but just to sum it up real quick. Um, my ear was all clogged and I couldn't hear anything. And the doctor that I went to at the Urgicare, oh yeah, I did talk about it because I called it at the Urgicare, at the Urgicare Center, uh, said, oh, I can't even see it in there, blah, blah, blah. So I go to an ENT specialist dude who is like, you know, he looks in there and he's like, oh, this is nothing. You know, and that was very reassuring because Dr. Hipster over there, who was a Devils fan, on top of it, I'm burping a little bit, on top of it, um, was giving me a little bit of a hard time, you know, and, and basically said, well, there's nothing I can do for you. You know, so it's just you feel a little away when a doctor tell. I mean, I'm not going to compare it to, like, a doctor being like, there's nothing we can do. You know, that's totally, totally different. And God bless those who 
you know, have have ever had to hear that or know someone had to hear that. But, um, y- you know, you go to this specialist and, you know, he's he's like, this is this is like a walk in the park. So he gets this giant fucking, I want to say it's like a, like, okay, it's not a super soaker, but do you know, like, when you go to, like, CVS and they have the summer stuff out and you got the noodles, like the foam noodles, and then, <clears throat> I don't know even if it's to sell them anymore. It's like a, it's like a, a tube with a handle on the end and you draw it up and then you, um, and then you can squirt the water out when you push it. Kind of like the, um, the pesticide thing that the guy was to, uses in the movies. God, that's terrible. What movie? Who the fuck knows? But anyway, so he gets this giant <clears throat> draconian looking syringe and I'm thinking to myself, is he going to bleed me or is it, what is it you know, cause it, it just doesn't fit in the in the office, and he's like, I'm the only doctor that still uses that type of thing there, and uh, that was both uh, disturbing and reassuring, because, well, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, but then again, they used to lobotomize and electrocute people on the head, so he starts blasting his ear, okay, with this water, it was warm water, so I give him credit there, it felt great, and this gigantic chunk, I hope no one's eating right now, of earwax comes out of my ear, and I'm expecting to hear again. I'm expecting this beautiful symphony, like a oh, to come out of the uh, of the side of my of my head there, and it doesn't happen. So he says, "Oh, you can hear now." I'm like, "No, I, I can't." And he goes, "Oh, well, well, then we're gonna have to do an audiology test and stuff." So they he brings me to another room where there's another woman there. They put me in this echo chamber. No, not even an echo chamber because it was dead silent in there. It was like one of those, I guess, like a panic room. It looked like a panic room. I'm sitting there. They put these things in my ears. And the lady's like, if you hear a beep, just say yes. So, like, you know, when I heard it, I said yes. She goes, even if it's faint. So, it's like, meep, meep, like all these little beepies. And I'm saying yes and stuff. And then she's like, all right. Um, let me just. So, she comes back. And she comes back in the room. Because she talked me through a walkie-talkie on the outside of the room. Because I'm in, like, this sarcophagus, thick-doored room where, I mean, just, you pop Zyklon B in there, I'm goner. You know, I couldn't even get out. It was locked in. But she's, you know, she's doing the, she's doing the beeps. And then she comes in, she takes the headphones out of my ear. And she puts, like, this headset thing on my head where this giant magnet was on, like, the back of my, the back of my neck, sort of, like, behind my ear. And then it was grasped on the top right hand, top right of my ear, head and she's like all right um when you hear the words just repeat what you hear okay and i'm like all right fine so she goes out and i'm sitting there and it's dead quiet and like you know i'm just waiting and you just hear this voice which goes i was like i didn't hear that (laughs) it was because it was all muffled and then you just hear this very clear voice go hot dog but very angrily and i just started hysterical laughing and she goes she goes, you didn't hear? I'm like, no, I, he said hot dog, but the guy sounds so mad, you know? And she was like, just continue, sir. She wasn't having any of it. But now I'm a little, I'm already a little tickled by this guy screaming hot dog very angrily in my ear. And I'm waiting for the next word, and you just hear, birthday boy. And that just set me off. She's like, sir, can you please focus? And now I really feel like I'm being scolded, you know? And I'm just sitting there, and <clears throat> I think the next word was like, truck driver. And I was I was getting the words out, but, you know, I was a little, I was being a little childish with it, but I, I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't expecting something so aggressive 
um, just using these words. So I go out, and she goes, okay, so there's definitely fluid in the ear that I can't hear out of. So you are experiencing hearing loss. She said your ear is about 15% functional in terms of what normal hearing would be. So I was like, damn, that's pretty piss poor in terms of hearing and whatnot. So, you know, I go out to the doctor and the doctor, you know, I go back out to the doctor, doctor, and he's like, well, here's the deal. I'm going to put you on medications. I think I'm on uh, prednisone. He said, yeah, prednisone. Uh, He's going to give me this. He gave me a nasal spray. He said, if that doesn't get the fluid out, they're going to have to cut a hole in my eardrum and put a tube in there to drain this canal. And then they leave the damn tube in there. Okay, that's the kicker. And he's like, you'll stay there. Now, this is the best part. He goes, it'll stay there anywhere from two months to five years, depending upon when the body will naturally reject it. And I was like, that's a pretty large window, doctor. And he goes, well, everyone's different. And, um, you know, hopefully the medication works and I won't have to um, have my eardrum cut. I always thought that if the eardrum in any way gets fucked with, you're done. I always thought, like a burst eardrum, I don't know. I don't know how hearing works. But I always thought that that was pretty fucking important. The eardrum. And this guy wants to cut it. But apparently it's normal procedure. But then I'm thinking, what the hell is the drum for? It's not for hearing. You could cut the bitch up and still be able to hear, apparently, allegedly. But I believe him. He's a doctor. You're always supposed to just believe the doctors. And I'm really sorry if I'm starting to sound Bill Burrish. I'm really not trying to do that because it's just I don't like I don't want to steal anyone else's style or anything like that. But I was just going off on a little bit of a tangent when it came to the ear doctor situation. Nevertheless, um, I just started taking the prednisone and I'm taking still an antibiotic that the hipster guy uh, prescribed. I got these the nose thing. I'm starting to feel like Eric a little bit because I'm on at least three medications right now. I think he's minimum three medica- medications even when he's healthy. Okay, quote unquote healthy. So I'm starting to feel the effects of that because last night, you know, I'm I go down to go to bed. I wake up around 2 a.m. thinking it's 5 a.m. to go to work, and I'm just sweating like you would not believe, and I'm choking, literally choking on. What I perceived was vomit. I mean, unless it was a lot of drool, but it was it was burning me up. I had to rush to the bathroom, and I'm, I'm just choking to death. I can't breathe. I think I could have died in my sleep last night, but, you know, I made it alive. Here I am. But I called out of work today because I go back to bed at 2.30 in the morning. I can't fall asleep. So I'm tossing and turning. Before you know it, it's 3.30. Then all of a sudden it's 4.30. And damn it, I'm up at 5.30 in the morning. So I'm, I'm just not going to go into work. Now I'm contemplating going into work tomorrow because when you call out, I don't know if it's the same everywhere, but if you call out, let's say, on a Wednesday and you go back on Thursday, it counts as one call out. If you call out Wednesday and then you call out Thursday, it still counts as one call out. They give you those two days. So I'm contemplating calling tomorrow. Um, but I'm going to have to see because, you know, you don't want to have that perception of the of the workplace that you you call out just for the fuck of it. But, I mean, if I have the day, and I really did call out for a reason. I mean, I, I was, I woke up 
at five my regular time there and i just i felt like i never went to bed so it was really it was really uh disruptive and stuff but but rob isn't here because um well i mean you know so the communication was a bit off because i was doing things that i was napping that was one big thing i played some video games and stuff and i wasn't really paying attention to my phone as i usually do throughout the day so he tells me at 520 because we have beer here put the beer outside for the love of God, he said, and I'll quote. So I did. I put the beer outside. I turned everything on down here, right? Now, I've been flirting with the idea with Rob. I haven't been flirting with Rob, but there's an idea that I have. Because what happens is sometimes he and I, when we first meet on the Thursday, we talk with each other, and we have great conversation, and we burn it out. And then when we do the show, that conversation's been burnt out, so it's gone. So... I said, the next time we do a show, I want to be completely silent. I said, like, when we see each other, we just nod. We don't say a word. And we don't say a word to each other until we get down in the studio and I play the music and we start the show. And he agreed to it. Hang on. He agreed to it. He said it'd be a great idea. You know? So, he texts me. Let me see if I can even bring it up. Who gives a shit? I'm alone today. I could... Do whatever I want. Hold on. Let me just unlock this thing. Because sometimes your hands are sweaty. And if you have an iPhone, it will not unlock uh, immediately. Hold on here. Where is it? All right. Rob Obermeyer. He called. So this is what he says. Okay. Um, you must put the lactose beer outside. Because this beer has some lactose in it. And my response was, today, we be silent. Okay? He begged me to put the beer out, okay, at 426. I said we're going to be silent at 503. Then I went and took a shower, and I went and I, I started cooking dinner a little bit. I was helping out. He says to me at 525, no show? Question mark. Got back to him at 540, saying, yes, show, silent approach. He goes, I'm out. No show. Immediately. Okay? I said, I have everything set up because I thought you canceled and I have an interview tomorrow. <laughs> what? You have an interview tomorrow. And so now, it, the, 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 the best part is he could only have gotten home at maybe 5.40. Okay? And 5.52 he tells me, it's too late. My apologies. I need to prepare. You'd think he would maybe tell me that he's got an interview coming. I mean, I would have, unless he found out yesterday or, you know fairly recently you could have told me I would have set up for someone to be down here someone to be down here maybe on Skype or something but you tell me minutes moments before now mind you I'm waiting for him because we eat dinner together it's very romantic okay I feel like I've been stood up and in a way I have but then he admits that he's wrong because he says how the hell am I supposed to interpret we be silent and then I told him and he goes oh Okay, this is my fault. I completely forgot about that. He goes, I thought you canceled, and it pushed me over the threshold. Well, apparently there's not much of a threshold to push Rob into not doing a show. Now, I'm not going to do a full hour because what the hell am I going to talk about? I already talked about the ear, and I'm already, you know, I'm burning out of this conversation about being mad at him, and I have no one to talk to. I'm just sitting down here. But I don't want to disrespect the Quasimodo Monsignor Steve or the Kwanzaa uh, pig. Which, by the way, it's stuck to this paper plate. 
Because oh it's oh it's a Lion King toy. Based on original costume design by Julie Taymor. I wonder if that person's alive. Made exclusively for the Disney store. Is there a year on this? Um no. There isn't a year on here. But it's from like the it's from the it's from the what is it called? The Broadway show. Um Lion King. Damn I'm going to hit the fucking thing. You know what I'm going to do? When I take the picture for the Instagram, I'm going to put the beer and my friends. Because these are who I'm talking to. And you guys. Well, I can't take a picture of you guys because you're out in the ether. But um, I really just hope the audio is okay. If it isn't, you know, you guys can uh, blame Rob. But with that, I'm going to move on to the to the beer review. Look at that. I can do everything on my... I don't have to point at things. I, don't have to, I can just do this myself. Here we go. I'm going to fade this in. Hopefully it won't be coming out too loud. If it does, you know what? I'm going to adjust it. I'm the producer. I'm the control man. Actually, I'm going to bring that down to about right there. I think that's a lovely volume. And you're going to hear the system sounds because I don't, you know, this is the operation I got going here. So right now, I'm pulling off of a six-pack here. Oh, no, a four-pack. Um, Evil Twin Breaking the Waves. It's a dry-hopped Imperial. Oh, a double dry-hopped Imperial Indian Pale Ale with lactose. Uh, there's a one-pint can here, and the alcohol by volume is 10. Now, I tried looking it up on their website. Uh, it's not there. It's a rotational beer, as it was saying on there. So, I guess maybe uh, they didn't put it up there yet or something. These don't feel very cold, but yeah, we'll go for it. So, I'm pu- oh my gosh. Immediately, as soon as you open the can, you get hit with like this pineapple fruity hop. Oh, there's the hops. Very deep apricot smell, too. Apricot, apricot, whatever you say. Very big head here. And I didn't pour very heavily. It's extremely... Oh, wait a minute. There's like a... There's a velvety undertone of... Uh, what is it? It's very, very fruity. Fruity pebbles, almost, kind of. like. A, yeah, I get, I get a lot of tropical kind of, like, fruit smell here. I'm not, I'm not smelling anything else but just your classic, like, IPA... Actually, I gotta turn this down a little bit more. You know what I'm gonna do? Oh wait. Oh no. Now my computer's freaking out. I gotta do Java. Hold on now, guys. Hang in there. This is Rob's fault. I can bring the volume down on here. And then you won't hear like the ding. Alright, so. Um It's extremely it, I got a big head on here too. It looks really carbonated. Uh the the Um It's a clear. Crystal clear golden like beer color like that classic beer uh color which is a little surprising to me because like a lot of ipas are usually a little hazy and stuff like that but i'm not getting any like any haze or anything in this i don't see even see anything floating in here the oh wait no i see it i see it that's the now look i had a beer not too long ago i think from magnum that used like this called it like uh i think they called it hop dust or something where they pop in the, uh, this, it's a part of the dry hopping process, but you usually don't see what's floating there. Let me, let me taste this. Let me just see what's going on. Jesus Christ, that's bursting with flavor. Wow, that's extremely delicious. And, okay, this is actually one of the best beers that I think I've ever had in my entire life, especially for, okay, there's the alcohol burn. It takes a while. I'm getting like a tangerine, uh, very light. Like a 
you know, Rob really, <clears throat> excuse me, Rob really fucking missed out on this because there is like a biscuity malty taste to this, similar to that world famous winter warmer we had twice on the show. And it's like, it's there. This would have, I'm going to have to save him one because this easily would have been not only his favorite IPA, but the fact that it's a imperial double in the Impale Ale. Like, I mean, this is, this is really, really tasty. So you're going to have, I, I taste like a, um, Tropical fruits, man, like pineapple, um, like a mango, very juicy, um, very juicy fruit uh, flavor there. But the but the interesting thing that I'm getting here is this characteristic of a maltiness that's coming in on the back end. And I'll tell you, um, it, the what you call it, the alcohol is 10 percent, and that's masked extremely well. Okay, you don't get any alcohol burn until like the very bitter end um, of this, but. Everything's extremely well hidden in here. Let me just take one more sip. Mm. That's so flavorful. And it doesn't have... It doesn't have... Um, it's not very bitter. Now, I would like to maybe speak to some people in the beer community about what this lactic uh, thing does. But I will say that this... This beer tastes like it has very good quality to it like I feel like I'm drinking a very premium triple A titled beer right here because it has a very smooth finish to it and um, the maltiness that comes out is is really really refreshing and <clears throat> well not refreshing but 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 tasty I'm gonna, this is overall a very interesting and delicious beer in terms of the flavor and I highly recommend it um yeah, this is actually really, really delicious. I, the, the, the surpri- I said it before, but the surprising thing here for me is the maltiness. But um, other than that, this is an extremely good beer. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to have to tell you that this is going to get the official Three Beers In Suds Award. Evil Twin Brewing, Breaking the Waves, Double Dry Hop, Imperial India Pale Ale with Lactose. One of a very good kind here. Go right down to the beverage island and pick up yourself a little four-pack. You can just grab one if you want. I like it. You'd like it. Rob would have liked it, but he's not here. So it's still going to get the suds because I think it's scrumptious. Yeah. And now I don't know what to do. I drank, the, I drank some of the beer. Oh, actually, you know what? Hang on here. When you pour the... Oh, Jesus all right, you know what? I'm going to have to give you a revision here. I poured the rest of the beer out. And similar to like a Belgian, a whole bunch of stuff just dumped right into it. And guess what? It's no longer clear. Okay? I'm assuming... Now, I wasn't using the big glasses that we usually use. And guess what? That shit is really floating in there. I'm going to have to just taste it right away again. Mm. Give you a little bit of an update. Okay, got it. got a hundred percent better, which is which is really really interesting. I gave this a suds, and I didn't even give it a rating. But when I dumped the rest of it in. This easily gives it. A, I would give it an eleven. Okay, an eleven out of ten, which is I've never done that before. But this is actually one of the most well done, delicious beers I've ever had, because I still can't get over that it's ten percent alcohol by volume. Okay, I cannot get over how smooth the flavors are. And how delicious this is. This is actually... I would seek this beer out. I usually just try to like... When I go out to buy beer, I usually just go for a German beer. 
um, like a Kolsch or something. But from now on, literally from now on, I will find, I will seek this out. As a matter of fact, Rob always gets a Belgian when we go to Beverage Island. I might pick up a four pack of this every time I go because this is fantastic. Wow. Guys, you really, I mean, I know, I know I'm really tooting the horn here, but you guys got to go out and get this. Breaking the Waves, Evil Twin, and it's rotational, so I, I don't think, I don't know. They have a lot of uh, different beers, but if you could get your hands on this, you're not going to regret it. going to drink it again. Mm. My God, that is so mellow. Nothing attacks you. From start to finish, that is so fantastically delicious. This is my favorite beer. I'm gonna t- actually, I'm going to take a can of this upstairs to, um, to showcase it on, um, on my invisible trophy wall. So that's it. That's not the show, though. I think I can maybe stretch this out a little bit longer. I don't even know how long I've been recording. That's another problem. Okay? He would usually tell me. I don't even know. Do I do a bathroom? I don't got to pee. No one has to. We don't have to stop this show to, to regroup because I'm the only person here. It's me. And this burp right here. Oh, excuse me. So, you know. That's all I got. That's really all I got. No, no, actually, you know, I wanted to touch upon this. This cop in Times Square, okay, you've, everyone's seen it on the news now, nationwide. If for those of you who haven't seen it, it's a social media video. I'm thinking the guy who was taking the video was on a bicycle or maybe, I don't know, this, this guy had great camera stability. I don't know if that's the technology in the phones now, but I know... I've watched a lot of World Star Hip Hop, and a lot of those videos, they're all over the goddamn place. You can't see what's going on, especially the fights. And you want to see someone get knocked out or catch that ass whip. So you want to make sure that the cameraman's doing a good job. So this guy is... Now, it looked like there's some sort of a car event going on to set the stage. If the, you know, it's, it's Times Square, so it's, it's basically daylight, even though this happened at night. It was very bright there, for those of you that don't know, but most of you do. So... This 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 car, this Mercedes Benz, is just burning rubber. Okay, not going very far, but he's screeching the tire, and there's a ton of smoke in the air. So this fella start starts recording it, and when, you know when he pans back, you see a bunch of other what looked like souped up. I think I saw a Mustang maybe with like a one of those low profile, you know, like a like a aftermarket shit all over it. Uh, so I think it was like a car group, all right, or or some people who are showcasing their cars, which happens often. Okay, people do that, you know, especially in Man- Manhattan. They love to assemble in Manhattan because you don't go very far. You understand? So if you got all that horsepower, right, <clears throat> and you can't let that bitch open up, okay, and you can't tear you can't tear ass down a road because it's every other light in Manhattan. And there's also the um, Vision Zero rules. What else are you going to do with your <clears throat> with your hot rod or your Rutgers Pharmacy School Subaru, all souped up, Tokyo drifted, pimp my ride, American choppers, even though it's motorcycles. What are you going to do with them? You're going to get together with with in a group, and you're going to be like, look at my bitch right here. I ride. I drive it, and I have to do alternate side parking, too, just like you. But I got lights underneath mine. And they'll be like, oh, yeah? Well, <clears throat> I got an ass warmer on this side. And then I look at them, and I say, so do I, on my 
2005 Hyundai. What's up? So I'm, you know, I compete with them, but not with the big boys. But anyway, I digress. So this is what they do. They go and they showcase their cars to each other. They're, it's a dick wagging contest where all of the dicks are just, they're the worst dicks, okay? You know, these are dicks that are show-offy dicks. So, you know, they've definitely gotten into into places that, you know, it's just, you know you're going to be dealing with arrogance when you see these dicks. So, so he's burning rubber at like a, it, it, you know, in traffic, because lo and behold, that's what the, the nature of the beast is in Manhattan. And the guy gets caught by the cop, which, I mean, if you drive, okay, if you listen to this podcast, you drive and you've driven in New York, you know that at least three, on three separate occasions when you're driving, you will say, God damn, I wish there was a cop here to get that motherfucker, you know? So here's what the scene is. It's setting up to be justice being served, you know? You want to see it happen because you got this guy burning the rubber, being a schmuck. So a cop gets in front of him, and a normal human being would just stop the car and be like, all right, officer, he's burning rubber. You know, maybe if you're not a dickhead to the cop, you could maybe go home that night or or just not get into any trouble or whatever, you know? Just be like, hey, you know, I was trying to work the clutch. I don't know how the fuck... You know, it's a Mercedes or whatever. I think probably automatic. But anyway, makes up some bullshit story. I've always said that if I was going to get pulled over and my PBA cards don't work, I'd be like, officer, I am I'm 30 seconds away from shit in my pants. Can you at least escort me to the nearest 7-Eleven? You know, maybe something like that. to Because to, everybody's been in that position where they have to really badly shit, you know, even a, even a police officer. They're, they're people just like me and you. So a lot of people forget that, and it's it's fucked up. But anyway... So the cop's in front of it, and he's like, you could tell that the cop is just like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? You've been caught. I'm standing in front of the vehicle. Let's just, you know, move on. So the cop's there, and then the car bucks forward a little bit. So the cop, like, puts both hands on the hood, and I don't understand. I mean, look, I don't, you know, I'm not a body language expert, but usually if someone does, if anyone puts two hands on the hood... That might be the international symbol of, please don't drive anymore. It's now time to stop. There's a human in front of you. This guy takes it as an invitation to try to get away. So he turns the, he turns the wheel all the way to the right and just starts driving. Now this cop is getting carried away by this Mercedes, right? And then when the guy turns the wheel back, throws the cop to the ground. You know, he smashes his knees on the floor. And his hands. And then the guy, listen, let me tell you something right now. You know, a certain amount of bravery goes to being a cop. And I'm going to say this, maybe it was partially adrenaline, but probably not. The guy was probably a professional. I would have stayed down, rolled on my back, and called for backup. Now, mind you, it's Times Square. There's a police presence there. This guy gets up and starts pursuing the Mercedes by foot. Mind you... Okay, look, if I suffered that kind of fall, I'm, I'm going to be out for six months. Because I guarantee you, I'm going to burn, I'm going to, I'm a large man. I am going to, I'm going to break both, probably both kneecaps and somehow tear my ACL. Okay, just, just add that on. It's going to be like Willis McGahee getting hit in college. My leg is going to effectively just sever itself, but the skin and muscles holds it together. 
That's what would happen to me. Because everything that... And both wrists would shatter on impact. On impact, I'm going to... It's going to be bad. Now, and also... Now, if I did hit the ground, I was able to get up, I'm probably pulling the gun out, and I'm going to take a couple shots. Shoot first, ask questions later. All right, maybe I wouldn't do that. Because I think I would have the training necessary to know that there will be crossfire, and then you're putting a lot of civilians in danger. And now the cameraman... Who's doing a fantastic job this whole time, by the way. Narrowly gets, avoids getting hit himself. Begins to pursue the officers per, pursuing the Mercedes. Okay? In an attempt to, I guess, try to get his big break and be on that new cop show that's on A&E or whatever. Which I don't get that, by the way. How can you have a live cop show? Okay? And, and like, not even in New York. You could probably get away with it in, like, Manhattan or Brooklyn or the Bronx, or anywhere but Staten Island, because that show would fail here, because, I, I mean, n- take nothing away from the Staten Island cops that do protect and serve us, but it's going to be traffic court, th- you know, 2018. That's the season we would have here on Staten Island. How could you have a show? Like, cops, at least, they follow cops around, and then when there was action, they recorded it. I remember seeing this, this lady with a knife, huge knife, out of this van, and this cop fucking just linebacker. Like, I mean, he, he hit her so fucking hard. Right center mass, too, like a great tackle. She went down like a heap. I mean, this woman was fat. And, she, like, and you heard her go like... <laughs> you know, you just heard this like scuffle going on. She rolls over, and the fucking giant butcher knife is just embedded in her gut. And what saved that woman's life was her girth. Because that fucking knife was like 10 inches long, okay? And she had a foot of fat to get through to maybe even touch the abdominal wall. So if anything, it was just, it was just a fucking superficial flesh wound for this woman. So she survived. But anyway, so this guy's following the cop on, the, on a... It's got to be a bicycle. Unless he had some sort of gyrometric device to perfectly follow along. He goes there, and the cop's running. And then you can see that I think the adrenaline's starting to wear off a little bit, and he's laboring a little bit because, I mean, the guy just got hit by a car. He got hit by a car. That's what happened. Like, you don't have to actually get hit by the vehicle. The vehicle, like, projected him very violently onto the floor. So now it comes out today, um, this Thursday here, that they caught the guys, which was no surprise that you're going to catch the guys. Number one... I'm pretty sure everyone had their phones out. It wasn't just this guy's awesome video that he took. I'm pretty sure people were taking videos. There's surveillance cameras everywhere. We noticed that with the the bomber, not the bomber, the guy with the um, the truck, right? When the police commissioner feller was, like, showing off. He's like, all right, here he's, we're following him out of the cranes uh, uh, midtown tunnel here. And then he's uh, going down, uh, you know, seven, eight. like they followed him. Basically, from outside his head, like here he is coming out, on, he's spitting Listerine out onto the ground because he wanted to have good hi- uh, dental hygiene. Like, you know, you could, you, eyes are everywhere, man. So they get him relatively quickly. And they have a criminal past of um, a long rap sheet of arrests, all having to do with cars, is what the newscaster said, which I found interesting. But I just don't understand what possesses a person to do that, to. To to drive into somebody. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they had guns in the car that they dumped, you know, and 
you know, that charge, of course, is going to carry a lot of a lot of weight. But if you hit a cop, now guess what, guy? I'm pretty sure you're going to get nailed for attempted murder of a police officer. Now what? You know, now you're completely fucking screwed. No lawyer's going to be able to fucking save you from that, you and your friend. Now, that's another thing, too. I was thinking about that. Think about this. What about the poor friend? You know, he's like, yo, don't don't run the cop over. And he's like, run him over? Okay. And then he just peels out. And he's just like, the fuck you doing, man? I'm just trying to go to halal guys over here or you know i want like a late night donut somewhere at least that'd be my my motivation i would get away with that too i think if i told my lawyer like listen guy i wanted like a mint chocolate chip ice cream cone from down the road and maybe i would even settle for frozen yogurt i'm out for snacks i'm not out to do badness there's no bad intentions here except for my cholesterol and health and I think I'd get off a fat, a fat alibi, you know? I think that would work. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. I didn't use the bathroom. I just found a sound song thing to put on to, uh, to, do, to do our little uh, commercial that we do every week just to let everyone know and to spread the word about a beautiful place where we get all of our beer from because the selection is just so fantastic. A place called Beverage Island, not to mention their staff is fantastic too. Beverage Island is located at 1784 Richmond Terrace, Staten Island, New York, 10310. And you can call them at 929-369-0100. And I mentioned it last week, but I got to say it again. Oh, also, excuse me, before I get into that, they got a fully functioning website now, which is fantastic, where you could go on there and you could actually see the list of beers that they have in the store through Untapped. You could also go on Untapped and find it right there. You find the beer through Untapped, you get it, and then you give it your own rating, the three beers in way, right on the application. So I recommend all the beers that we've had that gives us suds and sometimes just ones that we say we like. Anyway, you can go find them at Beverage Island because everything we've been getting lately has been from there. I think the last 15 episodes, at least, have all been from Beverage Island. Uh, 600 plus craft beers, 10 taps for growlers, 64 ounce growlers, and um, 16 ounce mason jars. Okay? The best part about this place is you could go in there and you could grab one evil twin breaking the waves. You can grab one of those brown ales that we had last week, and you could even grab the world-famous winter warmer that we had. You could buy all three. As long as you could pull it off and not open a box, you could take it home with you. Um, you could go on their website, and you could find their full list of beers. And for a $5 flat fee, plus, plus the price of the brew, you could have it delivered directly to your home, which is just, I mean, come on, think about that. You don't even have to go there. I mean, I recommend going there because it's just fantastic to walk around, get to know the staff, and, you know, support. you're supporting a local business by actually being in there. But when you're able to do this online and have this stuff delivered to you, like tomorrow, let's just say you're feeling like, hey, I want to try one of these Breaking the Ways by Evil Twin. Let me call Beverage Island. Let me ask them if they have it. If they have it, be like, you know what? Can you bring that to my house? Sure, it'll be $5 plus the cost of the beer. And bam, you could listen to this episode while drinking this beer. So I highly recommend it. Go on their website, see what they have. Order some. It's going to cost you five bucks for them to send it to you, for them to bring it to you if you don't want to go outside, which I'm not going. I didn't go outside today. I didn't feel very good. Okay, and I'm alone right now. I would have ordered beer. Okay, but here we are. So give it a try. Beverage Island, just a fantastic place in this community that you really need to go and check out. And they have delicious beer. Thank you. All right, so... I guess, I don't know. I don't think I have anything left, really. Now the whole, the struggle is going to be trying to edit this the best I can. 
and again and then upload it i don't even know what to how to do that rob sent me a he sent me a message saying copy the html what the fuck does that mean okay so this might be the last episode ever because of what can go wrong and i'm pretty sure i'm way over time right now so i'm gonna finish up here i'm gonna drink this beer by myself with you guys actually I'm going to try to take the picture the best I can to put it up on the Instagram. And uh, hopefully, hopefully we'll be able to catch you next week with a full three beers in. This might even be an hour. I don't even know. I don't know how long I've been on. But I'm going to end the show right now. And I'm going to hopefully have everybody here next week. By everybody, I mean Rob, who is co-founder and co-host of the damn show. So we'll see what happens. But I hope this entertained you in some way helps you on your commute or whenever wherever you listen maybe get you through the work day if not i don't know what to tell you i'm sorry blame rob but have yourselves a great weekend nonetheless ladies and gentlemen and thanks for listening